Epistle to the Romans in chapter 5. Read from verse 1. Therefore, having been justified on the principle of faith, we have peace towards God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we also have access by faith into this favour in which we stand, and we boast in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in tribulations, knowing that tribulation works endurance, and endurance experience, and experience hope. And hope does not make a shame, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which has been given to us. Chapter 15 of the same epistle, and verse 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you should abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And in the first epistle of Peter, in chapter 1, and verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has begotten us again to a living hope for the resurrection of Jesus Christ from among the dead an incorruptible and undefiled and unfading inheritance reserved in the heavens for you. The obvious from the scriptures I've read that the impression I have is in relation to hope. When we start the new year we always hope it's going to be a better year than the last year and quite often soon deteriorates into discouragement because things aren't turning out better. Think of what the politicians are promising, promising that things are going to get better but they don't have anything to really base their hopes on it's not real hope what I wish to speak about is the Christian's hope and the li- a real hope and uh, what we've been, br- been brought into is, is this thought of the hope of what is before us but it's something that's to be livingly before us at the present time and the power of the Holy Spirit so Paul's writing to the Romans in this epistle. He tells them about how they've been justified on the principle of faith, having peace towards God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have access into this favour in which we stand and we boast in hope of the glory of God. Think of the substantiality of these things that we've been brought into. We're not hoping it's all going to turn out all right, as so many may do. We know it's going to turn out right and well because the promises are established on what God has done and what he has promised and so we've been given the Holy Spirit to shed abroad the love of God in our hearts he goes on to speak about tribulations and tribulations work in endurance the Lord said and you're in the world you will have tribulation it's really part of the Christian's pathway to endure tribulations at the present time the path of the believer is running in the opposite direction to the pathway of people in the world and Mm. it's bound to bring in opposition and tribulation and trial into our lives but this thing is that these work this works endurance so we know how to endure the tribulation and we know that endurance brings experience and experience hope as we pass along our pathway here we know that these how these things work and you can't, you can't gain, say, experience. We, uh, when we're young, we don't have experience. But as we get older, we have gained experience. And I trust that as believers in the Lord, and we have gained experience of divine persons and the way they support and strengthen us through the tribulations and through the trials of the pathway. But uh, we have this hope, and hope does not make ashamed. 
We, we boast in a living God, one who is true, one whose promises are true, one who, who what he says he's able to do. And we've been brought into this through the wonderful work of our Lord Jesus. And we should have him livingly before us at the present time. We have a hope of going to be with the Lord soon. We're looking for the rapture, for him to call us to be with himself. If we're honest, we probably think the rapture will deliver us out of our problems. But that's not the thought of the rapture. The thought of the rapture is that we shall be with Christ, where he wants us to be. He has a desire. He said, where I am, you may also be with me. And uh, we should have him livingly before us as the object of our path and of our faith. And our hope needs to be in him. And then we have the hope of the coming of the Lord. What a, We've referred to it already. What a moment that will be when the Lord comes to claim his rights here. Mm. The world knows nothing about this. They're looking for a man. They have no idea how things are going to turn out. But we know how things are going to turn out and how they're going to be resolved when the Lord will come. And his saints, we will come with him. And we will come here to reign with him. We, have, we know this. It's, not a, it's, it's a real hope. And it's, it's something that we should we should think about more. The world to come of which we speak, the writer says, doesn't he? The apostle says, that, but how much do we speak of the world to come? How much do we think about the world to come? How different things will be here in this world when the Lord Jesus comes to, mm-hmm. to reign in his saints with him. Mm-hmm. I think it's a wonderful thing that we shall have our part with him. And Paul tells the Corinthians, do you not know that you should judge the world? But to have our part in that, in the administration of the Lord and of his kingdom. So let us lay hold of this hope that we have, this living hope, and realise that what the Holy Spirit's work at the present time is to shed abroad the love of God in our hearts. Think of the Holy Spirit being given to us, that this hope that we have is to be reality, presently enjoyed in the power of the Holy Spirit. He is the one who is the, is the one who's the... Uh, would lead us into all these things. And so, in the end of the book, we have in chapter 15, verse 13, really it's the end of the doctrine of the gospel, we might say. This is the end result, that the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Mm. Think, of the, uh, think of those two on the road to Emmaus. Their hopes have been dashed, haven't they? Mm. We had hoped, they said. We had hoped this was the one who was going to establish his kingdom. Mm. And they've lost all hope and become discouraged and are walking in, away from <coughs> Jerusalem. And the Lord drew near, near, near side them and revealed himself to them, made all these things, understood, he makes that, them understand the things that are in the scriptures, the things concerning himself. And he says, should not, he, about, should not he suffer before entering into his glory? Think of how he would have opened up the scriptures to them. And when it came to the end of the day... <coughs> He, he, he could have been constrained. He would have gone further with them. But he stayed with them and made himself known to them in the breaking of bread. And think of what a change wrought in their hearts after they'd had that conversation and time with the Lord. So at the end of that chapter, they were gathered in the upper room where the Lord's presence was known. And then when he was ascended on high, they were, they were filled with all joy as they saw the Lord going up and being told by the angels that he would come again in like manner. So... Their hope was in was uh, not in something which was not real. Not their hopes weren't dashed. Their hopes were living in this glorious person who had been carried up into glory mm. before their eyes. We, how thankful we should be for these scriptures that witness that tell us of these things. Luke tells us of the things that actually happened. They, these weren't mm. fables. It wasn't a made-up story. 
It was a real impression and real reality of what he come into and what he learned from others. And so we come here to this this the, the great thought in the end of the gospel that we might have this hope that to a, we might be filled with all joy and peace and believing so it should abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We are abound. It's not just exists. It's abounding in something which is living and vital in the power of the Holy Spirit. A divine person given to us to indwell our hearts that we might be engaged with Christ and where he is. May this mark us more in these dark days that we're in. Dark days in relation to the testimony, really dark days in relation to the world and what's going on. But we have something which is outside of this scene. Apostle Paul tells us about things which I have not seen nor ear heard, the things that God has for those that love him. And we can enter into that, he tells us there, by the Holy Spirit. These things are open to all as we give the Holy Spirit his place in our hearts and in our lives. So finally we have Peter. He doesn't just talk, call it a hope. He calls it a living hope. Mm. It was something he had before him, livingly and vitally. Mm. And it's not in a system of things, it's in a person. Mm-hmm. In the blessed Lord Jesus. He is the one that's to fill our hearts, to fill our lives. He's able to do it. It's been said, mm. hasn't it? Christ will have as much place in our hearts as we give him. Mm. How much room are we prepared to give him in our hearts? And as uh, brothers already mentioned, but in our houses too, that he might have the first place in all things. So Peter could speak to these ones about this inheritance, the incorruptible, undefiled, unfading inheritance. People of Israel had corrupted the inheritance that they'd been brought into, the things that they went for into in the land. They brought all sorts of ideas and thoughts that were in contrast to what God had in mind for them. It corrupted their inheritance. But Paul speaking to these Jewish believers about something which is incorruptible, undefiled and unfading. Nothing in this world is like that, is it? It's everything de- degenerates in this thing. But with divine things, it's they, they just grow and increase in their glory. So he says, "If you've gotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, how important it is that we lay hold of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Everything has been established on the other side of death. Death cannot touch this scene because the Lord has come out of death, and we are associated with Him where He is." Is that where our enjoyment is? Or are we still seeking to find the pleasure in things that are down here, which which may glow for a while, but they soon fade away? Well, Peter, Peter was wanting to encourage these Jewish believers scattered and throughout the throughout the districts to find that their, their, their life, their inheritance, their hope and everything was to be bound up with this blessed person. Or may we realise it's been reserved in the heavens for us. And we can be kept guarded by the power of God. May we know mm. something of this hope livingly and vital in our hearts at the present time. May the Lord bless the word. Amen. Amen.